0: Welcome to Level 21. You've hit your early 20s. You're tired, hungry, and don't know what the fuck you're doing. But together, we have got this. Grab your weapon of choice, mine's probably wine, and let's level up. I'm your host, Lily, and in each episode, I'll be talking to a friend about something their 20s has thrown at them. This podcast is for anyone who wants to feel less alone as they muddle through their 20s. Okay, okay, I'm recording now. Okay. Um, so I'm using a new microphone. Okay. So apologies if that sounds a bit of shit.
1: I think it's okay. I think it'll be fine.
0: It was very cheap. <laughs> it was ten ninety nine, on and I wasn't prime. <laughs> but it looks cool. I feel, I look, it's, it's look on cool. His, it's on a little tripod. Mm. And also, this is how we can socially distance podcasts now.
1: Definitely, yeah. Look,
0: I'll show you my previous microphone. This is the one I used with Anya. See how small it is? I mean, it's powerful, you... but I've had it like. Cause in... that's like
1: a clip, but that's what you yeah. clip onto someone. So normally, it. I have
0: it like on me if I'm doing like a Skype episode with someone. Yeah. So, what I did with Anya is I had it like in the middle of a table, like in a glass. So, it would try and.
1: It worked. It worked. Look, it there, put, but... The one cause I listened to one with Anya on, And mm. it was really, it sounded really good. It sounded like. I, I thought when, I'd, when you'd done it, I was like, oh my god, no, actually, it's really clear. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I was like, oh, she's very, she's very good at this technical, <laughs> technical business. <laughs> I want a proper one. I might ask one for Did Christmas.
0: You do that for your drama stuff. Yeah, I bought this when we started doing like self tapes and <laughs> yeah, um, that's good. When you know the whole world moved online. Yeah, I've year. never, I've never seen. And this her was quite cheap as well. A posh but it, one. Before. I like it. Yeah. I do like it. And the, this one feels cheap. Like it, the material is. <gasps> the bottom of it
1: looks cheap. <clears throat> a bit of a piquet, p- piquet. precarious. Precarious. precarious precarious. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know whether I'm saying it right. I make good words all the time, but
0: precarious, precarious, precarious. Precarious Precarious. because we've got you know the extension lead and we're trying to keep everything rolling on the table on the table (laughs) while remaining a safe distance because I've got a cold Uh, slash coronavirus. Right,
1: we're not going to get into that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> anyway, so welcome to the podcast Thank you very much for having me This was very official I know I haven't done an episode in a really long time okay. A really, really long time I'm trying to think when the last time I did it was It must have been, oh it was a long time ago Because before GCC Results Day and everything
1: I'm pretty sure I was listening to it in Manchester Not wow here I think it was before I went to Cornwall Yeah, I think it was quite a while ago I think it was probably a good like, month, six weeks ago
0: how have I got so busy when nothing's happening? When nothing's been happening.
1: The world moves. We've had Eat Out to Help Out. We've had fair. Eat Out to Help Out. We've been eating out <laughs> to help out. Exactly. We've, we've eaten a lot. People are still doing it. Toby Carvery's still doing it. I,
0: went to this I haven't been to
1: Toby Carvery yet. I've never been. Ever? No.
0: Should we go? If they're still doing the scheme. Well, seriously, you've never I've been never to I've never been Toby. to a Toby. You've <laughs> had a Carvery
1: though, haven't you? I've had a Carvery.
0: we not just a, Toby had a Toby
1: Carvery. It's the gravy. It's the gravy. It's, the gravy. it's magical. <laughs> I'm not even joking. We should go. We're going, we're going to the we're one going. in Knoll.
0: I went to this place in Birmingham. It's yeah. called Mowgli. I've heard of
1: it. So, we've got a Mowgli. Is it a curry house? Basically, yeah. We've got a Mowgli up in Manchester, I'm pretty oh. sure. Never been, but it always oh. comes up on my delivery room. See, I went and I was like, this is a
0: place where, without the scheme, I wouldn't be going. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. very expensive. Because it's like Indian Is it a food. bar and grill?
1: <laughs> I'm now thinking, I'm trying to get up. I'm thinking it's just called it's a Mowgli a, Bar it's, and Grill. It's, on an, my it's my an Indian
0: food, but it's just
1: tapas.
0: It's like oh. Indian tapas. So you get like, it was four of us went and we yeah. got like nine plates between us. Yeah. And then like a few, you know, naans, flatbreads. Oh. So it was expensive because yeah. each dish is like £9. But yeah. Wow. But it was delicious. Mm. And that was one of the places where I thought if it wasn't for the scheme, I wouldn't be able to eat it here. So yeah. thank you.
1: So it's. I mean, the first time I did it here was we went to the um, a curry house. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's like the saffron or something. Oh saffron! In My dad down, raves about down that. Noel High Street. Mm. So Frankie took me. Um, and what did we get? We we like each got a drink. We got a curry each. We shared a naan, shared a rice, got papadums and all that jazz at the beginning. Mm. And it came to like seven pound. All of that seven pound. I,
0: I know I went I to Paramo Lounge
1: and I had pink lemonade. Is that lemonade. that new one in Solly Hole, or did you? Go? Have you never been to Paramo Lounge? No. Oh, it's see- just
0: open, hasn't it? Yeah, I went there yesterday for coffee. But is there one, the one in Shirley?
1: Well? There is. I was gonna say I might have been to one in Shirley a couple of years ago. It's,
0: I really like it. I went with Annie the other day. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I went there during the scheme and I got like lunch and a drink for like five pounds or something ridiculous. Yeah. I went to Starbucks, right? Yeah. And I got a latte and they gave me fifty percent off. Uh-huh. And it came to two pounds. I can't remember if I had like a. Car yeah, but like that's because
1: that's because Starbucks is really ridiculous. I know, and I just all thought all those drinks were really. Did you get a large? Probably. Yeah, it's like four pounds. And I just a, thought a large drink there. He was like,
0: "Oh, fifty percent off. There you go." And I thought, "Hang on, this is there. still overpriced. This is how it should be. Two pound
1: fifty for a large latte. That's still overpriced." Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. And I was like, but "That's
1: fifty percent off." Ah, I
0: can't. Just do me, that. I just I gotta know. stop going to Starbucks. It's Too expensive. Anyway. Yeah. General chit chat, complete. Done. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <Tea? laughs>
0: What's next?
1: My nose is running now.
0: God. Oh
1: God. Stop it. I'm hand sanitising.
0: Yeah, quick, get the hand sanitiser. It's on. Oh no, that's the worst when you cut your hand. That's, really, in, that's, and that's rub, actually really, you know, seventy percent alcohol on chance. it. Nice
1: jumper. Oh my gosh. So I got it from New Look. I went in yesterday mm. to return some jeans, mm. um, and I was down they've got sales on at the minute and you know I, i'm a i, I can't move, like walk away from sale 3.99 i paid for this how because and they obviously, no holes be anything. like no holes literally it's in really good cool condition it's Looks a bit of me cozy. as well i i do I, I love knitter jumpers it becomes you thanks <laughs> thanks babe i've been looking
0: at jumpers today because you know it's getting that kind of weather yeah but i've been looking at you know and other stories have you heard of them Oh, it's really nice, but um, it's all expensive because it's all like, you know, 100% cashmere, £99 for a jumper sort of thing. I don't know why I'm looking at it, I can't afford it. Can't this afford. sounds
1: really dumb. What is cashmere? Is it a t- like, is it, I was going to say it's a type of sheep. It's <laughs> a type, <laughs> but is it something like that? Is it something, or is it a type, is it a way that they
0: make the wool?
1: Or is it a brand of. Wool? I thought it just came from a certain animal, Let but me... that can only be a sheep or a goat, and it can't be a type of sheep called cashmere, can it? What is cashmere? Yeah.
0: Kashmir wool uh-huh. is a fiber obtained from cashmere goats. Hash-
1: it actually is
0: cashmere goats and some other breeds of goat. So it's a fancy goat. It's a special goat. Look here's I the picture. Thought I was He's really dumb. fluffy. Look, he you looks know what? Fluffy, That's actually made he? me feel really clever. <laughs> Look at that fluffy <gasps> goat living his best life. He, is he looks like a, nice. he looks better than a normal goat. <laughs> Not ordinary That's because it's cashmere (laughs)
1: We're
0: just wearing wool from sheep Like
1: This definitely isn't cashmere This is (laughs) £3.99 (laughs) £3.99 I don't think it's cashmere How funny Right What what were we going on to? So We're doing the podcast Yes
0: Because we wanted to talk about Female beauty standards Okay Yes How sick of them we are (laughs) So, it all sprung from, see, it gets to a point where I think, is this a pressure from the external world, or is this a pressure from inside my head, telling me I to I think do it's a bit this? of both. It is a bit of both. I don't know if I'm just, I, I'm the only one who does this, okay, mm-hmm. but if I'm going somewhere, I will assess, like where the places I'm going or like what the situation is is it an interview am I going to work am I going to see friends what kind of friends am I seeing Yeah. and therefore how do I need to look
1: i think i mean i can't speak for everyone but i'm pretty sure every girl does that i yeah. think it is very something that's something that's drained into it
0: and it's also like it's almost like what bit of my personality do i want to bring out in my clothes today I know that sounds weird, but it's okay. like yesterday when I went for this interview. Yeah. I was thinking, I want to look creative and Ooh, relaxed nice. and um, friendly. Yeah. Because that will help me get this position. So I wore like my dungarees and my headscarf, and I put a bit of makeup on. Yeah. And it was like I felt like I was being creative, creative and chill. Yeah. But when I go to work, I feel like I need to look pretty. Yeah. And I wear more makeup. Well, I don't wear more makeup than I normally do. But, like, basically, I'm, I don't like makeup very much. <laughs> I have one face, if you like, that yeah. I'll put on. And it's always the same. Yeah. There's never more or less. It's yeah. always the exact same product. Yeah. Whether it's a night out, a meal, or I'm going to work, it's just the same. If you're putting on makeup, if I'm, it's the same. It's the same. <laughs> it's just foundation, <laughs> mascara. A little bit of gold eyeshadow, a little bit of highlighter and my Velvet Teddy lipstick. That's the look. That's the only look I ever wear. (laughs) But basically, if I'm going to work, I I wouldn't dream of going to work without makeup on. No. Especially waitressing. I just feel like I'm a face and I need to have a big smile. Yeah. And I need to be looking all right. And if I wake up for work and I'm having like a bad hair day, it'll stress me out. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't because my hair isn't going to stop me doing my job. Yeah. But I feel like it is.
1: No, I, I agree. I did my little stint of waitressing. Yeah. In my four weeks. <laughs> um, at the beginning of second year, so last about this time last year, I yeah. started working um as a waitress. And I used to, I used to go into I'd do a shift at the hospital beforehand in the morning, mm-hmm. and then so I mean. It depends. it depends on what mood you feel like when you get up, but often when I go into placement, you know, I, I don't really think I need to look particularly nice, mm. you know. At most, I'll put a layer of foundation on mm. and you know, some mascara. It's yeah. not a place where you get dolled up from, no. really. Um, and I'll make sure my hair's off my shoulders. Yeah. So in a messy bun, you know, often go in, like, sleep still in my eye. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, not thinking about it at all. But as soon as I came back, from placement, and I had an hour before I had to go into work. I used to go and. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just worried Subtle. that you're not. i just worried that you're not getting picked up by it's the my friends. But... I just pushed it towards you gently.
1: You. Um. Yeah, I used to go and put a like a layer of foundation on, put some eyeshadow on, do my mascara, put some eyeliner on. You know, I used to completely change my face. Mm. I just feel like why nothing (laughs) i know and it's not (laughs) for the approval of other people it's literally not fair
0: because like guys you know i'm not being funny but they will just rock up to a rehearsal or a shift or whatever and you can tell they've just rolled out of bed they've got messy hair they look a bit tired but no one would ever question it they would be like oh look they're so tired they must work so hard yeah but i when i rock up with bags under my eyes people are like are you looking after yourself properly like are you ill yeah. and it's like there is such an expectation on women to always look healthy look and happy together. and it's like realistically if you look at this schedule i'm working with mm. i am gonna have bags under my
1: eyes i think as well i think it's probably not so much that there's an expectation for people to look happy and healthy all the time but mm. if you don't put on if like you've done three shifts where you've worn makeup
0: and then, and then one day you one don't. One day where you don't. People mm. are then like,
1: "Oh, are you okay? You look different. You look tired." And it's like, actually, yeah. I'm fine.
0: See, so, yeah, but this is this w- is actually me. how I look, yeah. and it's
1: it's that sort of the, the people start asking questions when you're in an, in a working environment and you're you've not got makeup on because they see this difference, which mm. I don't think is particularly. I think it should be more normal for people to. Like I don't understand why there's such an expectation for people mm. to go in and put together all the time. But I think it's I not know. only an expectation that people, other people, put on us, but well, I think we put, we put it, on it on ourselves. ourselves I 100%. know, like,
0: when I wake up and I'm going somewhere, or I've, you know, I'm going to work, or I'm going to meet someone, or I'm going to rehearsal, or whatever it is I'm going to do, you you can't just get up and go. It's always what am I gonna wear? Yeah. Like, what makeup shall I do? How shall I do my hair? And it's just stupid because what if you you put together all the hours that we spend? I mean, sometimes it's nice. Sometimes if you're going out for a nice occasion and you purposely want to take that time to like dress up or like I don't know, focus on your appearance and that makes you feel good and that's fine. Yeah. But I've probably wasted so many emotions worrying about like oh my hair isn't sitting correctly or it's just ridiculous. And I'm I'm fed up with it really. I want to stop, but I just don't. have the guts to be the first one of the people to just be like fuck this I'm gonna stop wearing makeup I 100% feel how I look which is why I love like I wish I could just walk around all day in a suit because that would make me feel really
1: Really put together
0: and like I don't always (laughs) enjoy wearing makeup because I just find it annoying yeah but I'm very aware when I'm not wearing makeup I'm like oh I probably look a bit shit and that makes me feel a bit shit yeah
1: no, I know what you mean. I went in Solihull yesterday, literally to to go and take some jeans back, yeah. Pick up some milk, some bread, nice, and this top. Mm, amazing! What's <laughs> <We're> still <laughs> three ninety nine? But when I went in, I've been cleaning the caravan out before, so I was just in like you know some gym like, gym leggings, mm. a t shirt, mm. um, had like my hair really messy, and then I was like, oh, I'll just change it into some jeans. Literally, just change into some jeans and I'll go Mm. and I went upstairs changed some jeans looked in the mirror and I was like I can't go out like this Mm. just stupid just to do something stupid like pick up some milk go to the shops and I was like no because it was more of what happens if I bump into someone that I know yeah and I was like I can't have people who I know see me looking like I'm a mess so Mm. you know I changed changed my jeans changed my top breathed my hair I didn't put makeup on Mm. because I was like I Really, a, the line. yeah, I was like, I don't care if people see. I wore a mask, so I was like, it would just see, see my eyes. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But there was this minute where I stopped and was like, I cannot go out looking a certain way. The thing is, it's I've weird. never
0: saw someone I knew um, and thought, oh, they look a mess, even when they do, because it's just like, yeah, of course they do. I've bumped into them, they're shopping, they've probably had a, a day, yeah. I just I think a lot of it comes from ourselves and it doesn't actually exist.
1: Yeah, there is. There is this pressure because you want to, any time you bump into someone, you want to be looking your best. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't I do. not want someone to think, and I think that comes with everyone's sort of own anxieties. Like, is if, some, yeah, if you bump think, into someone, then, like, if I bumped into someone and, like, I don't look my best, you know, my hair's a mess, I haven't got makeup I'd on, I'm in trackies, I'd be thinking, oh, they've, bumped into me, and all they've thought is, oh, God, she looks mess
0: Well, I think it comes back to this, you look how you feel, and just confidence. Yeah. Because, like, if I feel that I look good, whether that's, like, with makeup and nice clothes or without makeup and with messy clothes and wet hair, yeah. no matter what it actually is, if I feel I look good, then I'm going to radiate those vibes. Yeah. And I'm not going to care about that I've just bumped into that person because I think, oh, it's fine, I looked fine. Yeah. So, it really, it, it is just it's just confidence and it's just sad that we as like women so much of our confidence comes from our appearance yeah because we're basically made to feel that we're we're worth as much as our appearance yeah i think like, that all
1: stems back to the history do you know what i mean that the history of sort of the male and female yeah you know relationship was very much if you look back what a hundred years ago two hundred years ago mm. women actually didn't have anything but their appearance that was their own, yeah. essentially. Because, yeah. you know what, they, they were owned by their husbands. Mm. You know, their husbands, they had to pay to, like, marry someone. You know, it was very much like they were their husband's possession. And so they couldn't have their own house, you know. They didn't have their own money. They didn't do this, they didn't do that. So the only thing they really had going for them, probably, was the way they looked. That's probably something yeah. that they had some sort of control over. So it's, like,
0: been ingrained in our heads. Yeah. But that is worth so much.
1: That's it the is true. That like, we come from. It's like you
0: know in Fleabag, you know the speech she does about hair. I don't,
1: I, I, I'll admit, I haven't, I've only watched the second series when <sighs> I came and watched it with you.
0: Jesus right. I know Get yourself home And educate yourself I know
1: I've been meaning to watch it I have been meaning to watch it Because I loved. remember I came over Yeah and I I watched, One night I watched a couple episodes With you And then you were like Right we're going to watch The series finale And I was like I'm there And I was like I came and watched And I watched like Half the second series with you And I yeah. absolutely loved it But I've just never sat down And watched the first well, series Well
0: she does this speech About how hair is everything mm-hmm. And it's the difference From a good day And a bad day
1: And like yeah. It's
0: sad but it's so true Yeah Because it, it, it does depend on our mood. Like, if I wake up and I've had a bad hair day, I'm having a bad makeup day, my clothes look shit, or the outfit I plan to wear is, like, not going well for me, mm-hmm. then I do leave the house in a mood, and then that
1: sets my day off at a bad start. Yeah. And it's just... A- when I say I judge people on what they wear, I make note of what they wear the first time. Do you know what I mean? Your first yeah, impression yeah. is that. Yeah. But I consciously make an effort not to. Yeah. You know. That's good. Make a sort of get in my head sort of, like... Judge them as a person for their appearance because it's completely different. People judge me on my appearance half the time. My God, mm. I'd have no friends. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because if people do see me just wearing trackies, I haven't brushed my hair, you know, no makeup on. I mean,
0: look on. at me right now. <laughs> I've
1: literally got no makeup on. I've got wet hair. I'm in very comfy clothes. This is it. I think you've got to consciously make an effort not to actually make a snap judgment on a person's Personality and who they are by what they wear, which I think a lot of people can do that. Yeah. I think that is what people do. Yeah. People always make note of what they of what people have been wearing or how they look. But you know, I hope that people don't act on those judgments. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does make sense. But yeah, like you said, going to <clears throat> uni that's definitely a, a yeah. big statement of where you sort of because I suppose when you, like you're in school in sick form you sort of you model what you wear with those people around you Mm. and you're all from the same area Mm. you're all doing the same things you all go out every weekend do i mean so you kind of have got this style that everyone around you wears when you get to uni Especially if you're in halls, you're mixed in with all these people from different groups, from different places, where all these different styles come in. Yeah, and you want to find your own. And this is it. And so then you're sort of in this style that, you know, it might be your own, or it might be sort of what's been the norm for you, where you come from. Mm. And then when you're thrown into this absolute sea of different styles and, you know, everything, I think that's definitely the point at which you can sort of, like you said, find yeah. your own style.
0: Yeah, I think for me, definitely. My, my three years at uni is where I really found my style. Yeah. But I think going to uni, I felt so much pressure to already have it figured out. Like, yeah, no, I
1: agree. Like, you know, you're going to get
0: there for freshers and you need to present yourself as this kind of person. But I changed so much at uni. Yeah. And I think it's because I was you know, exposed to different kinds of people and different kinds of styles, whereas before you write, I've been in this one bubble. Yeah. Then that helped me find my own feet. I mean, when I was at school, I used to dread non-uniform day.
1: I used to be up all night. The the, the day before non-uniform, I used to be planning out my outfit, exactly yeah. how I'd do my hair, what makeup I was going to wear. All of that. And it used to make me feel sick.
0: Yeah. because I used to go in
1: dreading it because I knew that's the day everyone comes in wearing all their designer stuff.
0: I didn't feel like I was fitting in with the rest of the class, which I was fine with. I liked being different and individual, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know how to express my individuality without expressing it too much and feeling vulnerable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know, yeah. So I would always just wear your jeans and your plain t-shirt yeah <laughs> and I just, Yeah. you know and yeah. I was I was just very very casual because I thought well then no one's got anything to to, to target come you up about on. yeah
1: exactly I mean it isn't
0: until I went to uni that it really started to hit me that we just have different body types yeah like we could all be doing the same diet and the same workout regime and yeah. we'd still all look different yeah but no one really tells you this at school no so you grow up thinking, oh, the reason I've got these broad shoulders and these wide hips is because of what I'm eating and doing, not because this is how I was born. Yeah. And it's so toxic. And yeah. Because you, you as soon as you think that, you automatically get the follow-up thought, which is, therefore I can change it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you spend your whole life trying to change and what you've got you and you can't. Yeah, you can't. There's, there's, you, there's certain you, you,
1: aspects of you that you can't change. Exactly.
0: You're, 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 no matter you're how you are You're fighting a, a losing battle there. Yeah trying to change something that just won't be changed
1: yeah which is why I think I think the blessing of (laughs) as you get older and you move out of the school years almost Mm. I think as you sort of go into I'd say like year 12 year 13 that for me was the time when I found like you said you're fighting a losing battle but it it was coming to terms with I just need to accept that actually this is me Me, yeah, yeah. That's 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 something of me that I can't change. Mm. And actually as I got to year twelve, year thirteen, I started to think, Oh, I don't want this to change. I really like that aspect about me and my yeah. body. But it was it was as I got older, mm. sort of coming out of, you know, year ten, year eleven, that oh, it was only then that I started to think that yeah. and I sort of came to accept that. Which I yeah. think is the same with probably a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? Well, you I do only... have to grow out of them thoughts.
0: Yeah, yeah you're right a lot I'm of it comes with
1: with knowledge. Yeah, a lot of it comes with
0: got. like growth yeah. and like perspective. I mean, I don't think I started to really feel like that till uni and I still don't 100% accept yeah. my body. I still really struggle with um you know, self-confidence when it comes to body and everything. Because you can't just unlearn 21 years of no. Being told that you
1: can change, that to be perfect in like overnight, you know? Yeah. Although, people, everyone who I've spoken to this about, have said they'll get to a point where you're probably like 28, 29, 30. Mm-hmm. I think it's in your 30s that everyone says all your thoughts about what people think about you just go out the window. Oh my God. And I, I think that's true. I do think yeah, that's true. Yeah,
0: Helena Bonham Carter said that um, she's never been more confident than she is now, yeah. and it comes with age. Which is great, but what are we supposed to do? I know. Just sit through it until it gets better? No. That's the point. We want to change it now. Yeah. But, I mean, you're right, like, I'm 21, you're 20, and I'm only just starting to, like, see these things, like, for what they are. Like, I'm only starting to, sit like, stand back and think, hang on, why do I feel like I need to wear makeup every day? Like, you know what I mean? And it's, you know, I've gone through the whole of school, the whole of sixth form, the whole of uni, just... Doing it without questioning it. Yeah. And it took me to get to my 20s to think, hang on, this is a bit fucked up, that I'm feeling this pressure every day.
1: What? (laughs) I know. It's insane. It's insane. Maybe we
0: just all need to wait till we're 60, and then we'll be happy.
1: Mm. No. I do. I feel sorry for the sort of, the new generation, that sounds really weird, Mm. sort of the younger people coming through who are now... Eleven mm. and twelve, and feel like they have to go to school wearing a full face yeah. of makeup. Yeah. I at thirteen in year in year seven did not think I should be wearing makeup. It was probably in year nine mm. that I started thinking. Maybe late year eight that I started thinking, but like more so year nine that I started thinking. Oh gosh, mm. people are wearing makeup, and I feel like I should be wearing it. Whereas now. Year seven See, I kids didn't to do is it. getting like, earlier and earlier and earlier, and so these kids have then therefore got three, four, five, six more years on top of what we felt yeah. feeling like this.
0: I know. I mean, I remember thinking, care. other girls wearing makeup and looking better than I do at school. I never did like succumb yeah. to it and wear the makeup and do what they did. But I still felt shit. It was like, I'm not going to do it because that just isn't me. It was, it got a lot deeper than that because it wasn't like, this just can't be fixed by me putting on some makeup because I didn't want to wear makeup. That wasn't me. Yeah. So it got a lot deeper and it got to me thinking, I'm just not right. Like, I just don't want to do the same things as other girls. I don't have those desires to like buy designer handbags and wear makeup. So there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, I'll fix this by joining in. It was like, why don't I feel the same as them? Like, why don't I want to look the same as them? Do you know what I mean it? Got, yeah. And then and then that went to a deeper place and was like, I don't, I'm wrong. I don't fit in. I'm like the black sheep. Yeah. And then you get to uni and you're like, oh, everybody feels like this. Yeah. And actually, it's fine to just figure out who I am and embrace it. Also, I feel like from an early age, people are giving you this pressure, but people are also saying to you, be yourself and embrace who you are. Yeah. But I don't know who I am. <laughs> like. How am I supposed to embrace but, my style and geez, embrace who I am? You're
1: twenty-one. No, that's what don't I'm saying. When people say yet. to
0: you when you're at school, oh, yeah. oh, don't listen to like you know the popular crowd. Be yourself, and you're like, who the fuck, fuck who am, am I? I? You end up doing weird things because yeah. you're trying to figure out who you are. Like I went through so many weird phases because mm. you're trying to figure out who you are. And once you know who you are, you you get this amazing feeling of just like everything's falling into place You're yeah. just like I found a little bit of me that finally makes sense and yeah. now I can fully embrace it and just be it
1: I think that moment for me was sick form year 12 and year 13 more so mm. year 12 was when I started figuring out but that sort of transformation between year 12 and 13 and I think that's because I had so many more important stuff to be yeah. dealing with and thinking about yeah. than the way I looked I used yeah. to go into school and I openly admit this I'm not ashamed to admit it I used to go into stick form every day with a pyjama top on. I used to roll out of bed, keep my pyjama top on, put a skirt on, put some tights on and whack mm. a blazer over it because we had to wear uniform, a uniform, yeah, a, yeah. a smart uniform yeah, yeah, wear yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of like suit style stuff. So, yeah, I used to go in, mm. in my pyjama top every day. Didn't care.
0: I mean, I just feel like as you've, I don't know when you're going to... I don't know if or when you get to the point where you feel like I finally know everything about me and I'm fine. Yeah. But I feel like it comes in little nuggets, you know? It's like senior school, I learnt a little bit about who I was. And yeah. then sixth form, that developed. And then uni, I learnt a bit more. But I still feel like there is further to go. Oh,
1: definitely. But like there definitely. Always, there's always
0: going to be further to go.
1: Yeah.
0: And also, I don't know... <laughs> but I just feel like since lockdown, I've just forgotten like how to dress like i've gone out <laughs> like i was trying to go to work some uniforms and stuff yeah but i've gone for drinks a few times and like last night I went for dinner for my mom's birthday yeah and i was just a bit like is this a nice outfit i don't remember like because i had you haven't been around the pressures as much pressures, i haven't exactly. been going yeah. to work or rehearsals or being around other girls all the time every day hearing them talk about their insecurities and taking things from that I've just been me chilling out in lockdown wearing comfy clothes and now I don't really remember what the rules are yeah which is good (laughs) because there shouldn't be rules there shouldn't be rules but it's like it's good obviously because we've all taken a step back from being around each other all the time and you know feed like feeding that part of ourselves which like yeah I don't know if I'm making any sense no no
1: you definitely are lockdown for me was sort of a
0: like a step back, basically, from modern life. A step yeah, back from the it pressures.
1: Was, for me, it was very much a shift of... I sort of relaxed and sort of did fall away from those pressures. Yeah, and I think we all
0: did. I think yeah. we needed
1: it. Well, this... But I'm very... It sort of helped me now. Like, I now sort of, like, will eat stuff for dinner. Mm. And not care about no. the repercussions. No, but I think... Which I'm now sort of, as I'm having to go back into uni. <laughs> Yeah, you're coming... I'm sort of now thinking, oh, gosh, actually, maybe I do need to think more about doing a bit more exercise, which you shouldn't. This is it. It's unhealthy. I mean, it's it's got to the point where
0: it's like coming out of the house and knowing there are going to be other people there. Yeah. It's always anxiety producing now. Yeah. Because we went through that lockdown. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, hang on, why am I nervous? I'm just doing something I used to do every day, but I haven't done it for so long. And then it's heightened because, like, the first time I did makeup. After having not done makeup for like three months, I was like, Do I look bright? right? Should I be Is doing just, more? yes yeah. Who yeah. Because you haven't got all those pressures reminding you what the rules are every day. Yeah. So you're left to your own devices and it's, it's a bit unnerving because it's like, hang on. Um, normally I'd know
1: I don't but know I was doing because yeah. yeah. 'cause you're not doing it quite as often anymore. Yeah. I always get into a routine with my makeup when I'm doing it regularly. Whereas yeah. like the last couple of times I've been doing it, I have to yeah but it's as well I have to really think about what I'm doing whereas before yeah. I was like
0: just do this just do that but it's crazy
1: yeah but now I feel like especially after lockdown and coming out of it when I do see people and we're sort of going out for dinner or whatnot like I went out last night and I was very much like I'm gonna get dressed up I don't care if anyone else is in. so yeah. you know I put my face yeah I enjoy
0: on. it a lot more yeah now. It's I, it's more I, I used a, to hate it but I think because we were locked in for so long yeah um leaving the house is is a, is a much bigger deal <laughs>
1: like... but i really like that and I, i've said this from the get-go i like the idea of you know going to a pub where you have to book a table you have to sit down mm. you have to chat yeah, do you I, know what yeah I mean I, you're very I can, much it's like an event what you can do it is an event and i i love that i love looking forward to something and being able to plan and you know and like getting all dolled up for it. I really enjoy that. Yeah. A lot more than just, you know, coming in from a long day and someone being like, Oh do you wanna go down to the pub for a a drink? Mm. And it's like That's interesting.
0: That's interesting. I do wanna go
1: down but I look a mess. Whereas Mm. and it's it's like I have a plan for it. But I'm quite Mm. big on I get quite out of my comfort zone when I do stuff that's not planned so I think that's why this has really sat really well for me because yeah. if you go out now you've got to plan it you've got to do everything planned so I've got it all in my calendar <laughs> exactly what's going on Yeah. so it's quite nice that's, that's very interesting it's weird, it's weird. So I, it's, feel whereas like, I feel like that's the unpopular opinion I don't know I feel like
0: one. I agree a bit but also I miss being spontaneous Yeah. I miss being able to be like should we go out last minute should we go for a meal last minute should we do something last minute I just miss it Yeah. because it just feels like I think when you know what's going to happen every day, you just get bored.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't, but <laughs> I do appreciate that other people. Yeah, do. I appreciate that's very I mean, You're right. Sometimes,
0: sometimes you do, though. And then but I think it's
1: just the organisation. I, I love organisation. I,
0: I, I totally get what you mean about I love looking forward to it now. Yeah. Like last night we went out for my mum's birthday and that's been planned for about two weeks. And yeah. that was something I always knew it was going to happen. And because those things are just obviously more infrequent now as well, it's yeah. a bigger deal going yeah. for a meal. It's like, oh my God, we're going for a meal. You know, that doesn't happen all the time now, obviously. Tell cause. the listeners a bit about you
1: <gasps> working on the front line. I, it really was not. Everyone says this. It really was not the front line. I was probably about 16 lines back. <laughs> no. I was. Because, I, well, I work with kids. So, obviously, they don't suffer quite as badly. Yeah. Um, and I was... When it started, to be fair, actually, when it started, when we first went into lockdown in... Was it early March? Mm, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, early March. I, I was based in A&E. Yeah. Um, so, that's probably the closest I got to the front line. Mm. But A&E, it's paediatric A&E. Mm. So, again, we're not having... Adults who were suffering really badly coming in that were next door. <laughs> I've just got kids coming in with a temperature, mm. with a cough. Yeah. We swab them. It comes back positive. They get they get told to isolate for yeah. fourteen days. But I was in an A and E the night that Boris Johnson did put us in lockdown. <laughs> we were all watching. How out was it was it was expected. I think everyone, you knew, everyone knew it was coming. You know, we'd seen it happen in Italy. We'd seen it happen in France, probably, at that time as well. Everyone knew it was coming. The hardest part for me was that I was in Manchester. I wasn't at home. Mm-hmm. So I, all of a sudden, in an hour, was like, ah, am I going to be allowed to travel back home? Yeah. Or do I have to stay up in Manchester for the whole of lockdown? At that point as well, uni had started saying we'll cancel your placements. So I was going home because it was just before Easter, the Easter holidays. So I was gonna be going home for three weeks and then coming back to finish my placement. Right. Which has always been the plan, COVID or not. Yeah. Um so I had two shifts left when they put us in lockdown, both of which night shifts. Mm -hmm. Um and then um obviously we went into lockdown and uni had said after that, we're just going to cancel your placement. So I was meant to be going home, but this automatic response was, I don't know whether I'm actually going to be allowed to go home. I didn't have a car up at that point. Trains have mm. been cancelled. I didn't really want to get on a train or a bus. No. You know, we'd be an advice against public transport. I was getting the bus to placement uh, an hour every day, and that in itself was quite anxiety-driven. Yeah, you know I mean, so At this point, definitely. we knew nothing about it. No. Um, and then, but luckily, my mom drove up. I finished that morning, and... Um, I sure where I was working. They said, don't come in for your last shift, just go home. Mm-hmm. So my mum came and picked me up and that was fine. I had a good couple weeks at home. Nice. And then um, the whole emergency register business came out. Um, and for our courses in particular, we have to do a certain number of hours in order to pass right. and actually become a registered nurse in 12 months. And the NMC at that point had not said anything about overriding that and the fact that we weren't in placement meant that we weren't going to get these hours. Mm. So I remember logging on to uni having a meeting with my um, head of year um, and him basically saying at this point we don't know whether your graduation, whether you're you're not gonna pass for another year. God. you might have to our course you might have to do an extra year. Oh my and I God. Was like, I can't do this. <sighs> I had it in my head I was going to graduate at this point, you know, yeah. I want to be working this time next year. And it just threw it all out. Then they brought in the emergency register, which is why I went up and did it, because all those hours that I did count towards my degree. Oh, great. So I'm now up to date on hours. Yeah. I'm 180 hours over. Wow. Which is amazing. The best position to be in. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's what I was doing. But yeah, so... So
0: amazing. I was actually moaning and I wasn't I wasn't doing anything. It puts it into perspective, <laughs> doesn't it?
1: But it was it was good as well when they said do you want to go up and do this. We had the option at that point to opt in or opt out. And okay. I was very much saying, I haven't got anything to do all summer. Realistically, yeah. what are we going to be doing all summer? Nothing. I haven't got a job. So yeah, I'm gonna that's it's so an amazing. excuse to get out of the house. So That's, that's so amazing. I but I had a brilliant time up there, it was brilliant.
0: Yeah. I mean how what great life experience! It was and amazing experience. Life experience,
1: the best nursing experience I could ask for, ever. I've learned so much, and yeah, I'm excited to go back.
0: So strong! I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go because you've got to go pick up your sister. Oh, thank such you, such a good sister, thank nurse, you. sister. Oh, thank you, student, ah! saviour, friend, daughter. But thank you so much for being.
1: That, thank oh, you for father. having me.
0: I've really been looking forward to this for quite a long time. I can't believe how long it's been since I did an episode. I feel bad. don't feel
1: bad. You've had stuff Life going gets on. gets in yeah, the way. Yeah, it does.
0: Covid. Well, you know, I'm probably going to have you back.
1: Oh, thank I don't know why I said you. properly.
0: Probably. I'll definitely want you back. Thank you. Because we've always got stuff to talk about. have always got You're stuff. one of the people I have my most deepest chats with. So you're great. You, you fit the bill for Thanks. the podcast. Thank you very much. And... Have a nice day. <laughs> don't know how to end it. Have a nice day. Thanks. Have a nice day everybody.
1: Thanks. And don't Thanks for listening. If you don't wanna wear makeup, don't wear makeup. If you wanna wear makeup, yeah. wear makeup. Don't conform to Don't stereo... conform to social
0: norms. Yeah. That's We what live I mean. in a society that profits off people hating themselves. You do you. Tell, tell them to fuck off.
1: You You're do you,
0: girl. You do you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Level 21. If you did, please follow us and share with all of your friends. You can also follow us on Instagram via the username level__21__podcast. If you would like to write in with questions you would like us to answer or comments to discuss, you can do so by contacting level21podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening!